Coming up this week on Ride the Lightning, the Tesla Motors unofficial podcast, a few details slip out about the potentially slippery Model 3, aerodynamically speaking. Tesla issues a voluntary recall on all Model S's and much more. Buckle up. Welcome to Ride the Lightning, the Tesla Motors unofficial podcast, episode 17 for November 22nd, 2015. If you're a video gamer, happy 10th birthday to the Xbox 360 today. Great console. Great console. So many good games. Anyway, uh, my name is Ryan McCaffrey, and thank you for joining me once again. It is a crazy busy week of Tesla news this week, completely making up for the apocalyptically slow week last week. Just so, so little to talk about. Uh, had trouble making a show last week, but got it done. No such trouble this week. There is a lot to talk about. And boy, the, the timing of this recording for me is very good. I need to talk some Tesla right now because I am very frustrated by my ICE car. Uh, I've talked about, I, I have a uh, nine and a half, almost 10 year old Infiniti G35 Coupe uh, 2006, which I bought brand new, first new car I ever bought. Uh, and it has treated me very well for the most part, but uh, I mentioned several, I guess what, a number of shows back that it needed a bunch of work and that was frustrating, uh, which is just, you know, it's not the car, the car's not a piece of junk, it's not the car's fault, it was just time on a lot of stuff, and it was, that was $1,400 worth of stuff, uh, plus... I just, uh, since then, I've done the front tires it needed, plus alignment. That route brought it all up to about two grand total. And that's because that was about another 600 bucks. Well, now, my clutch has started slipping, so that's awesome. Uh, sarcasm, hint, hint. If, I, if you're not, yeah, I apologize, by the way. I've got, I'm battling a very slight cold, so if my voice sounds just a little off, that's why, and I do apologize, but... Uh, yeah, so my clutch is slipping and uh, just got off the phone with my mechanic. Yes, he is such an awesome guy that I actually, he called me when I emailed him. He called me at 10 o'clock on a Saturday night, 10 p.m. that is, to talk it through with me. I love this guy. Um, the dealership wants $3,200 for a full clutch job, which is what the car needs. He uh, is charging significantly less. He's uh, quoting me quite a bit less, 1900 for the whole thing. So basically, grand total, my uh, internal combustion engine car, being the age it is and being an internal combustion engine car, is going to be costing me a total of about uh, $4,000 in the last, well, in this quarter, let's put it that way. I it's It's completely demoralizing because... I am just, I'm trying to save up for my Model 3. Again, I want the signature. I want the performance. I want to press every button, check every box, get the whole thing. I've literally been waiting for this car since, uh, since I first came to aware, became aware of Tesla and became a fan and found out about Elon's not-so-secret three-step plan to change the world with the, you know, the third step being the mass-market car that that everybody could afford because, you know, I, I couldn't, I knew I couldn't afford a Model S. You know, I've, I've just been wanting this and wanting the, this to be the, the special thing that I would be able to get. And it just seems like the calendar gets closer and closer 
2017 and all we keep hearing from Tesla is that the car is not going to get pushed back. Now, of course, that's uh, that in, with Tesla, you, you don't really put a lot of stock in that because they've never been on time with anything. And it's not like I want the car to get pushed back, but boy, I just, I want to be able to have enough money to get the Model 3 that I want. And it just seems like I can't get any closer to my goal. It's absurdly frustrating. Uh, and I'm a little kind of demoralized tonight, but, uh, you know, I'm just trying to hang in there. I, the, the way, what I, what I told my wife was, which kind of, I, I, I said this kind of optimistically, but also sort of frustratingly, you know, this is something again that you, you Model S owners can, can take heart in and not take for granted. Of the $4,000 worth of stuff that my car has to deal with right now, only, uh, or I should say $3,500 of it doesn't even exist on a Tesla. Does not exist. It cannot be a problem because it's not there. Only the tires and alignment. Are, that those, that's the only thing, the only possible expense that I would, I would have to go through in a similar situation if I owned a, a Model S instead. So if you've got a Model S, I know most of my listeners do, please hug it. <laughs> don't, take it don't take it for granted. You know, I, I, that, I do that sometimes. I get, I get, I get uh, off in a little fantasy land where I, I you know, because I see so many Model S's around San Francisco and the Bay Area. And, you know, I'll, I, you know, I always take a look at them. And, and if the driver inside, if I, if somehow in my head I decide they look like they're not a fan for whatever reason, or, or they do something where they just kind of like, they clearly don't really care about the car. They just drive it because they were told it was cool or because it's safe or whatever. I just think, oh, I should have that car. I, I wouldn't take it for granted like you're doing right now, but what can I do? Um... Also happening this week, unfortunately, still no movement on Signature Model X reservation deliveries. Uh, you know, keeping a close eye as I do every day on the Tesla Motors Club forums and everybody posting up there. The reservation holders continue to wait, although it looks like the uh, very small number of you uh, new Founder Series folks, those of you that that earn the right to get a founder series by virtue of having 10 successful referrals from your Model S, uh, those folks are apparently starting to move forward and they may have their cars by the end of the year. I, I gotta say, I truly feel for all Model X reservation holders. I, I really do. It's gotta just be an excruciating time right now, especially after so many of you have already waited for so long. I mean, those of you who are at the top of the list have waited almost four years. In fact, it could very well be four years from the time you put down your signature deposit to the time that you took, uh, you take delivery. So uh, on that note, by the way, and again, I apologize for my voice. I can, <clears throat> it is not definitely not itself today. Uh, Tesla Motors Club forum member Chocobo Lee, must be a Final Fantasy fan for you uh, video game folks out there, claimed to have seen six Model Xs in the final inspection area on a factory tour this past week. Now, they could be founders cars. That's probably the most logical guess. But it's also possible that they're demo cars that will start going out to stores. Although, a few TMC members are reporting that their store reps are telling them quarter uh, q1 for demo models but again as we know from the past 
the store reps, well-meaning as they are, are not always the best source of information, even though they work for Tesla. Meanwhile, uh, in one other little, little Model X note I wanted to just make here at the top of the show, Bloomberg, a very reputable site that's uh, treated Tesla very fairly over the years, they posted a what they labeled as a review of the Model X in the form of a 96-second video. But I would suggest you do not waste your time watching it. It offers absolutely nothing of critical value. The reporter gushes over it for a minute and a half, basically just regurgitating uh, the, uh, the X's features without actually telling you why they're good or why they matter or why they make the, the vehicle better. Uh, in fact, she literally says, I went back and listened to it again, she literally says, I can honestly say that I could not find a thing to complain about. Really? Really? So it's a, I mean, it's a perfect car. I mean, there's not, I mean, it's just, and then on top of that, the footage in this minute and a half video is nothing but a couple of minutes of B-roll shot in what looks to me like the valet area in front of the, Vo the Viceroy Hotel in Santa Monica on Ocean Boulevard. I I'm there, I'm there every year on business. So I I'm familiar with it. I'm like, that looks familiar. Um, so just a, you know, for a so-called review, it really wasn't. It was very poorly labeled. It should have, at best, been labeled uh, Model X test drive or, or, you know, impressions, something like that. Putting review on it uh, was, I think, misleading. So if you happen to spot the Bloomberg video review of the X, I would suggest skipping it and doing something else with a minute and a half of your day. Ah. Before we get to the news, and there is a lot of it, I ask you one more time, just want to build up a few more questions in the pile, a few more answers, rather, in the pile. What features do you want to see on the Model 3? We're going to talk a lot about Model 3 in the next segment here in the news section of the show. So again, uh, are you looking for a base model, the bigger battery, max performance? What features from the S and X do you want to see offered on the 3? You can call in with that toll-free anytime, be part of the show, the phone number is 1-888-989-TSLA, which is 8752. So that's 1-888-989-8752. And I remind you that if you know someone special with an upcoming birthday, anniversary, graduation, or some other special occasion, you can give them a unique gift of recorded voices from friends and family telling them why they're special. The recordings can be podcasted or put onto a keepsake. Visit lifeonrecord.com to learn more. Let's get to the news right after this short little musical interlude. There is a lot to talk about. It's news time here on Ride the Lightning. First up, a rumor posted on electric.co claims to have a source at Tesla that informs them that Elon is, quote, intensely driving the engineering designers to deliver a design for Model 3 with a drag coefficient lower than 0 0.20. That is crazy. That would be the slipperiest car in the world. Uh, they, they go on to elaborate with this rumor, saying that they've heard that Tesla is trying to do the following things. Number one, delete the side mirrors, which of course they tried to do with the X as well. The, if you recall, the prototype for the Model X lacked side mirrors. 
They're also trying to uh, work on a single blade windshield wiper mechanism closer to the roadsters that tucks away when not in use. That makes perfect sense. Uh, that, that would be well worth the investment, you know, the R&D investment for them if they can, you know, gain a little bit back uh, as, as my dog starts to eat. You can probably hear that in the background. Why is she eating at 1045 at night, you ask? Well, sometimes she's like that. She just eats when she wants. Anyway, uh, the, the source claims that uh, here's another aspect of Model 3 that they're uh, trying to do. Redesigning the underbody and battery pack protection to channel air efficiently. That makes a lot of sense because uh, with the S, the titanium battery shielding was, was added on after as, of course, you know, as an unplanned uh, part of the design uh, that is now on every car. So it would make sense that you would design that as something more integrated uh, you know, from the ground up with the three that would be a little more aerodynamically friendly. That they are also focusing on tighter wheel wells and sporty but efficient rims. They say that covered wheels have been discussed. Now, the, the best point I can make on this uh, actually, let me finish getting through this and we'll go back. Uh, they're also said to be experimenting with a conical trunk, though not nearly as extreme as Hypermiler mods. We'll get to that in a minute. And that they are working with a few tire makers uh, on designs which are also intended to decrease rolling resistance. So let's go ahead and start from the... Uh, well, first, for the record, so lower than... 0.20 would be, absurd, would be crazy. Uh, for the for the drag coefficient for the record the model s is 0.24 it's tied for the uh, slipperiest mass production car on the planet along with two mercedes-benz uh, 2014 c-class and s-class as well as the hyundai sonata hybrid now the model x is supposed to be right there at about 0.24 as well so again the side mirrors they've tried to do that uh, back with the X, they put them on, put the the side cameras on the prototype. I'm sure the Tesla is talking to the government, uh, which is what that's going to require. That is going to require a change in the law. Um, that seems like probably not something that will happen easily, but you never know. I mean, do you, and you of course, if you're Tesla, you've got to try. Again, the the single wiper mechanism, uh, windshield wiper blade that uh, similar to what's on the Roadster. Sure, that's like probably the most guaranteed thing on this list, uh, as well as the underbody and battery pack protection for channeling air under the car. That makes perfect sense as well. Tighter wheel wells and sporty but efficient rims. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. This uh, the the youth of America like to like to to shrink those the distance in those wheel wells all on their own. So if if, <laughs> if it comes out of the factory that way, the car might be even more appealing to the younger folks. But that makes a ton of sense. And then sporty but efficient rims. I would think the turbines that Tesla's using on the S and the X would, would kind of fall into that category already. Uh, of course, remember the Model S, when it was first unveiled, there was, uh, they, they had the aero wheels on the design studio for a little while, then got rid of them, and then eventually they came back and were available. I've seen Model S's with them. Uh, and then they disappeared again, presumably because nobody bought them, would be my guess. Uh, to me, they were hideously unattractive. They just completely killed the look of the car. But 
we'll see what Tesla aims to do there. So it's, you know, they've, they've dabbled in this before for them to, uh, to potentially offer some kind of aero rim would, would not surprise me. Covered wheels have been discussed. Now this is pretty much never looked good on any car built after 1970, I would say. So uh, that would be not something that I would personally probably be find very appealing. Uh, of course, I'd say that without seeing the car, but that's uh, that seems a little weird. Now, the, the the good point here, which was just quickly raised on Tesla Motors Club, which I'll just I'll just bring right up. A bunch of people were talking about, well, it could be a range package similar to the the Roadster 3.0's Aero Kit that's being finalized now and going to be going out to people soon in order to get that car to 400 miles of range. Uh, that could make a ton of sense where that's just another box you check where if you want the, the range package, it'll put the covered wheel well on the back and it'll put the, you know, any other little, any other little sort of aero bits and bobs on it and including, well, probably not including, let's get, let me say this one. The conical trunk. Now, if you don't know what a conical trunk is, just give it a Google search and have yourself a good laugh because it's uh, it's about as weird mobile as it gets. And uh, Elon has said that they're not going to go into weird mobile territory. I would think from looking at the pictures on Google that something like that would also eat into the usable cargo space, which the cargo space is a big selling point on Teslas, given that, you know, of course, the, the frunk and the lack of... Uh, you know, transmission and exhaust and, and uh, combustion engine. I can't imagine Tesla would want to reduce the usable amount of cargo space with a weird thing sticking off the back. Uh, and then working with a few tire makers on designs that are also intended to decrease rolling resi resistance. They're already doing this for Roadster 3.0. That is part of the Roadster 3.0 package are uh, tire, new tires with low, uh, lower rolling resistance. So, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's a lot of, this is a pretty specific rumor. So, and, and I 100% believe this, that Elon is pushing the design team to get the, the drag coefficient down because every uh, bit of drag that they can reduce on that car means that they can get more range out of the car for the same amount of battery. And of course, battery is where the cost comes from. That's what the Gigafactory is for. So uh, it's perfectly plausible that 0.20 is the goal. And it wouldn't even surprise me if Elon is shooting for less than 0.20, but uh, it's going to just be extremely interesting to see what, what Tesla comes up with. And on a related note, our next item up for bids here is a uh, slightly less concrete tidbit. I mean, it's pretty specific, but it's, you know, it's a second person, you know, it's something passed along, take it with a grain of salt, but a, a cleantechnica.com reader claimed to bump into the manager of exterior design at Tesla, David, a, a gentleman named David Imai. And David, uh, excuse me, the, the reader says, I also asked, I asked him if it will be a shrunken Model S, and he said it will be similar, but it will have a very special design. I also asked if there will be any delay, and he said very firmly, no. I mean, what? of course a Tesla employee isn't going to tell some dude in a hotel lobby Oh yeah, actually, it's going to get delayed. So you know that's nothing to nothing to see there. Uh, 
the, the reader goes on. I also asked if the March showcase is on, and it is. He was surprised I knew the month. Uh, unfortunately, he seemed very busy, so I couldn't annoy him any longer. But it seems they are not trying to make a cheap design for their quote-unquote cheap model. I'm really happy about that. Uh, so yeah, it, it's plausible enough if we take this reader at his word that he did in fact bump into David and I. Uh, the big question though is which way is this car going to land? We're probably going to find out in March unless the event gets pushed back or unless it leaks out first, uh, which would be probably, it's probably not going to leak out because the only prototype is in the Hawthorne design studio. So unless somebody gets in there or there's some disgruntled employee or something that takes a, that leaks a picture, it's probably not getting out. But, uh, the, you know, we know that Elon is, is clearly not afraid of boldness. I mean, look no further than the Model X Falcon wing doors that have caused a lot of, uh, I won't call it controversy, but it, they've been divisive with some folks. Again, I defend those things to the death as a former DeLorean owner. I love them. They're the best doors. I wish I had them now. Uh, but on the flip side, Elon has said he is wary of building a weird mobile. Remember, you know, <clears throat> pardon me, the, you know, Elon has to lure uh, ICE owners over to electric. And things like, you know, cars like the Leaf and the Mitsubishi uh, IMEV are clearly not doing the job with their unusual designs. So for me, I think the truth of the Model 3's design lies somewhere in between. I think we can, there might be some bold, a few bold elements to it, but I think we can mostly look to the Model X for inspiration. I'm not saying it's going to look like a Model X. I mean, for one, it's going to be a sedan, but I think there's going to be a family resemblance. I mean, expect there to be no nose cone like the X, if I had to guess, but a sleek profile for the rest of the car that's not too unusual. Now, remember, just remember back to the, remember that, that Australian 60 Minutes piece and the, the pic that floated around the screen grab from that? It was the overhead shot uh, inside the Hawthorne Design Studio where everyone was standing around the Model X uh, clay model, but then there was a, there were two cars undercover. One of them was about S-shaped and sized, and one of them was sedan profile, but smaller. And that seemed to be probably a Model 3, or at least a, 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 uh, a potential version of it that maybe they've discarded, who knows, but I gotta say though, with this, I mean, it's, <laughs> I just so badly want to love the design because I've been wanting and more or less planning to buy this car for at least five years, about, if not longer. Again, ever since I first got turned on to Tesla, which was from what, 2009, so six years? Six years when I heard about Tesla and got into it and found out there was going to be a you know, a cheaper mass market sedan, uh, you know, as the, as the stage, the step three of the, the world domination plan. So six years I've been wanting this car and planning for this car. I can't imagine watching the reveal, ready to put my deposit down as soon as humanly possible, as soon as, as soon as someone will allow me to do it, only to have Elon reveal the car and for me to hate it and for it to be some crazy, awful, uh, you know, 
IMEV or leaf-like monstrosity with covered wheel wells and God knows what else. I just don't, I don't know what I would do in that scenario. I truly don't, and I hope I don't ever have to find out. But it is good to have, uh, have some, some rumors start to float around about the Model 3 to help tide us over. We've got, we're looking at at least, uh, what, three and a half to four more months before we finally get to see that car in its prototype form. I'm counting down, I tell you. I am super counting down. Uh, next up, the Wall Street Journal reports that autopilot functionality is being nixed in Hong Kong. The city's transport department said that Tesla's autopilot features, I'm reading from Wall Street Journal now, so credit to them, downloaded via an internet connection to its electric cars may not meet regulations and need regulatory approval before being deployed. It called on Tesla to stop releasing the system and restore the original software on local vehicles so that the functions aren't available. That is interesting. Now here's a quote from, uh, from the, uh, the agency to Tesla. They said, although vehicles may be equipped with advanced driver assistance systems, the roads in Hong Kong are extremely busy and motorists should stay alert and maintain control of the vehicle. Uh, excuse me, that was to Tesla Model S owners in Hong Kong, not to Tesla themselves. And the company said it sent letters to affected owners and is working with the department to gain needed approvals. Now, I'm guessing working with the department means someone from Tesla is probably going down to the transport department with the Model S, with autopilot, to take them out and show them and demonstrate how it works. So... And when, when Tesla's done that in the past, because they've done that like with, with lawmakers in states that have opposed uh, Tesla from a you know, quote-unquote dealership perspective with the direct-to-consumer sales, that's worked before where uh, if, as soon as they, they experience the car, they go, oh, okay, this is amazing. I get this. Of course, no problem. So therefore, I suspect that the... Uh, the uh, situation in Hong Kong will be resolved rather quickly. We're, of course, already good in the U.S. Europe has signed off on it. And also, by the way, uh, the Wall Street Journal notes Japan has not yet signed off on it either. So uh, it'll be good to see Autopilot come online in the East once the government bodies see fit to approve it. Next up here, uh, CNN had a report this week I, I thought was interesting. It's not Tesla specific, but I thought it was worth discussing on the show. CNN is reporting that gas prices are expected to fall to $2 per gallon. Uh, here's a quote. The national average will break the $2 mark by Christmas or early January. The average price of gas hasn't been that cheap since 2009. Oil prices fell below $40 a barrel for the first time since August this past week and are near a six-year low, which is 2009. The slide has been caused by a glut of oil thanks to record U.S. production, which is unfortunate, sluggish demand in Asia and Europe due to economic weakness as well as a strong dollar. So here's what I wanted to say about this. First of all, fortunately, gas prices aren't why people buy Teslas. They may become a stronger factor in the future. In fact, I'm sure they will. But people buy Teslas now because they're the best cars in the world and they happen, cars that just happen to run on electricity instead of gasoline. Now, and here's the thing. For Tesla, I don't think it matters, the $2 a gallon 
gas matters right now. They're still selling all the cars they can make. They've got a year-long backlog for the Model X. And the day, though, is coming. The day is coming when gas prices start zooming back up. It's inevitable. It's a finite resource. And one more thing I'd like to add on this. I actually think that in a weird way, in a kind of roundabout way, this is maybe just me choosing to kind of look at this in the most positive way possible, but I think low gas prices could actually be good for Tesla in that it will force them, particularly with Model 3 development, to focus even harder on making sure that their cars, again, in particular the Model 3, since it's the one in active development right now, to make sure that there are great cars outside of the fact that, that they're zero emissions vehicles. So to, to basically have to focus on not, not having, oh, well, sure, that it's boom, you know, you don't have to, it's it just gas, that's why you should buy our cars, because, you know, gas prices are expensive and our cars are cheap to operate. Like, no, this, this galvanizes Tesla to make sure that the, every aspect of the car is fantastic and appealing and makes you want to have it regardless of what gas prices may be. Now, finally here, finally this week, the other big news story that just broke on Friday, Tesla has issued a voluntary recall on 90,000 Model S's, which I do believe is pretty much all of them. It's nothing to panic about, but here's the word straight from Tesla. Tesla recently found a Model S in Europe with a front seat belt that was not properly connected to the outboard lap pretensioner. The vehicle was not involved in a crash and there were no injuries. However, in the event of a crash, a seat belt in this condition would not provide full protection. So first of all, good for Tesla because they're doing the right thing. It's you know, it's so many companies would have tried to hide this or minimize it because and I say that, you know, you can say, come on, Ryan, you're being unreasonable. But look, look what VW did. Look what Ford did with the, the, the Ford Explorers. I mean, it's these companies are not known for their uh, care of for the well-being of society and of their their customers. I'm not saying they're all that way and I'm not saying they're they're always that way, but there have been prominent examples in the past that uh, don't exactly give the automotive industry the, the most sterling reputation when it comes to voluntarily taking care of safety issues. I mean, that's why we have regulatory bodies to force these companies to do it. But it's also smart in the business sense anyway, because uh, Tesla, in addition to you know doing the right thing, they realize... Tesla's entire safest car in the world status, I mean, I did the whole show about that last week, or the, it was a week before, last week or the week before. Uh, the, 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 whole, the car's whole aura as the safest car in the world, and this actually aura is an unfair word because it's actually true. It's statistically true. It's, it's mathematically correct. Um, but Tesla's entire safest car in the world status would evaporate in a heartbeat if someone were ever injured or killed in an accident where the seatbelt malfunctioned because Tesla didn't step up and fix this. So uh, there have already been reports of, of folks on the TMC forums who've had their cars checked and they're fine. So this is not this does not affect every car, but they are voluntarily recalling every car to check every car. So uh, you know if you feel comfortable, you know you may want to just take it in 
immediately to have it have it checked out or you know whether it's up to you whether you want to wait for your next service appointment but uh you should have received notification from tesla probably via email but again Good for Tesla for actually doing the right thing, which car companies, sadly, are not always quick to volunteer to do. And again, you know, I talked about it. I've talked about it several times on this podcast that uh, by doing the right things like this, when the time comes for Tesla to advertise to the mass market, because they don't advertise at all right now, but when the time comes for them to advertise to the mass market, they will have this unbelievable safety record to to point to and say here's why you should buy our car it just happens to be electric although of course in fact a big reason why it's as safe as it is is because it's electric but anyway so that is it for a very busy news week i'm gonna wrap up a couple things right after this and then we'll get on out of here That about wraps it up for another week of Ride the Lightning, the Tesla Motors unofficial podcast. I appreciate you joining me each and every week. You can follow me on Twitter at DMC underscore Ryan. Email the show at teslapodcast at gmail.com. Please give a ring to that voicemail box. Uh, the, uh, the kind, kind folks at uh, lifeonrecord.com provided it, and it's there. It's there for you to use, so call in. Tell me what features you want to see on the Model 3. We'll, uh, do, we can do a segment on it as soon as I build up enough good calls to, uh, to warrant it, but would love to, to make regular use of the voicemail box each and every week. I would kindly ask you to check out my little side project site, nerdstyles.com, where I've got about 10 video game and geek-inspired t-shirts, as well as one coffee mug. So take a look at that with the holidays now upon us. Also, be sure to subscribe to Dave T's weekly Tesla newsletter. You can do so for free at teslaweekly.com. And a final reminder that thanks to Jens, you can now listen to the show in your Model S via TuneIn. Just search for Tesla Podcast and then be sure to follow it so that it's very easy to find from your car. Thanks again for everybody for listening. Thanks again to everybody for listening, if I can say that properly. This has been episode 17 of Ride the Lightning, the Tesla Motors unofficial podcast. My name is Ryan McCaffrey. I had a blast. Again, I apologize for my slight cold. My voice is a little off this week. Hopefully, I'll be feeling better this time next week. Uh, I do plan on doing a show. We'll see if there's a lot of news to talk about. All the more reason to call into the voice mailbox. It could be a slow news week next week with the uh, Thanksgiving holiday. So give me a ring, toll free, at... Uh, 1-888-989-8752. Let's talk a little Model 3, the things you want to see on there. Uh, and I'll have a show for you next week. In the meantime, happy Turkey Day if you're celebrating. If not, happy Thursday. And I'll see you next week. Yeah.